0: Welcome back to the second episode of the Marketing Quacks podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Dozer, with our co-host, Daniel Lynch. Now, if you're new to the show, we operate an agency called Empathy First Media. Uh, We provide all sorts of digital marketing services from pay-per-click, SEO, PR, and beyond. Uh, In this episode, we're going to talk about five red flags to look for in marketing agencies. Daniel, what's going on, And, and what's the number one red flag you like to see in marketing agencies?
1: Yeah. So the first red flag guys, right? And this is just a telltale sign that you need to run the other way. It's if the agency requires you to send the domain to their possession or needs to have control of the hosting and, or other digital assets at no point in time, should a marketing agency ever require you to transfer your domain, transfer your hosting. I tell all my clients, I want you to own your hosting, own your domain. And we even set up a separate email marketing at the branded domain so that the client actually has full control over everything we're doing. So if we're emailing on their behalf, they have full transparency to do that. And the reality is the amount of clients who have reached out to me because they're like, Daniel, I want to get a new marketing agency, but they own my domain. I don't have access to the backend of my WordPress. I don't have access to the hosting they're handcuffed, they're in a black hole and it's a bad spot. That's the number one thing I see all the time and if that's the case, you guys need to run away and start figuring out how do I get out of this situation?
0: Yeah, for sure. That's always bad news when that happens. I think the second red flag I'll jump in here really quickly is overpromising results. So how many times have we talked to agencies or just you hear from agencies in general, I'll get you number 1 on Google next week or I'll get you number 1 on Google in 2 weeks. I'll get your CPCs down. I'll get you 500 conversions. <laughs> over-promising these results um, and ROI and followers and this and that. Anytime you hear an agency in a sales pitch say, we're going to guarantee this, we're going to guarantee that, we're going to 10X your revenue, we're going to 10X your lead count, run away. That is red flag number two is when agencies over-promise results and then typically under-deliver when they over-promise things like that. So Daniel, let's uh, let's go to you now. What's a third red flag that you see in marketing I mean, agencies?
1: A third red flag that I always say <clears throat> has to deal with transparency And it's that if you do not have access to your Google Analytics, your Google Search Console, that could also be on you. So you need to hold yourself accountable. Have you asked for that? Are they willing to give it to you? And more than anything, you need to realize that every marketing meeting you go to, no one's ever going to show numbers that aren't good for their narrative and or for their self-perseverance, right? We look at the economy right now, we look at where things are going, you better believe everyone's saying, Hey, I can't afford to lose clients right now. So what we do at Empathy First Media is that we actually build custom analytical dashboards where, you know, for my clients, they have actually have an app on their phone, they hit a button at any given time, and then they're able to instantly access all of their metrics to look at the integrity and health of their business. When you're looking at e-commerce, if you don't, if you're not looking at what's your return on ad spend you're flying blind, right? Don't just be spending 30,000 a month on AdWords and never actually see what's converting. You may find that your e-commerce is coming from SEO and that you're paying this agency to do nothing, which is a real life scenario that we've run into. So my uh, big red flag and summary here with that, right, is make sure you have eyes on transparency of how those numbers are being calculated And don't just rely on only what they give you, right? Ask for the analytics and make sure it matches up with what the native platforms of Google are showing. And that way you can truly know what's going on. And that's a good, that would be a green flag is if you have all that information because your agency is trying to communicate with you. For So what's the next one, Ryan?
0: Transparency is everything, 100%. So the fourth red flag here, I would say, is legitimate testimonials or client references. So how many times have you know you guys listening, or have we seen agencies where they're number one ranked on all these platforms and they have 500 reviews? The reality is, guys, there's probably maybe one or two percent of those are actually real. So how do you know when reviews are real? Well call their clients, call people that you know, and have them vet for this agency. Because if an agency actually has legitimate case studies, legitimate results, legitimate clients that can speak highly of them, that's kind of when you know they're legitimate. So that's red flag number four in a nutshell, guys, is lack of client testimonials or references that are 100% real.
1: Yeah, and what I'll also piggyback on that, guys, is that if people are saying, we're ranked number one on this platform, or look at all our reviews, right? Um, you know, in my experience of doing marketing, I've basically relied solely on word of mouth to get quality clients that fit the mold of what we're looking for to get a good ROI from them. And that, you know, I respect the push to always get reviews, but, you know, just because someone has a hundred, 200 reviews, 300 reviews, you, you would think that the best of that, right. But for all, you know, it could be just friends at the bar getting reviews. Um, it could be fake reviews from somewhere else. And that ultimately what I always challenge people is give your agency a test on the spot of something technical, right? Actually test their brain because what you'll realize is that 99.9% of these people, they know absolutely nothing when you challenge them, right? And if you break them up front, right, with those tough questions, you're also going to realize that yes, they may have 400 reviews. They may be number one on this, but guess what? Maybe people had a different account manager. Maybe they had someone that was higher up that you're not going to have. Right. And that you need to always true up your experience that you're investing company resources into and making sure that you are getting that. and do not let these other agencies gaslight you by saying, well, we're number one on this. Look how powerful we are. Let's get leadership involved. Right. A lot of corporate agencies are structured just like everything else in corporate America. Right. And so it's one of those things where you're always going to be led to believe that you're doing something wrong or the burdens on you. And ultimately it's the blind leading the blind that you're trying to have this other agency, you know, guide you down the runway with your business. But you just have no idea what's going on. So you don't know how to ask those tough questions. That's why we with a lot of our clients that we've taken over, we actually will audit other agencies and actually expose that. And that's amazing how clients are paying for things and they're not even getting remotely close to the work, you know. Yeah, you know, perfect yeah. example. Yeah, well, yeah.
0: And the final point too, I'll mention on that, Daniel, before we hop into red flag number five, is that there are actually companies designed to spin up fake reviews from India. They're using AI to generate reviews. We ran into a situation in the past where this person had 200 reviews from these credible sources, but then we come to find out when you get rid of the iron curtain is that they hired this agency in India to spin up all these fake reviews, but they look very credible online. So a potential client, a potential customer would see all these reviews. They would have no thinking or no thought that they could outsource that and some agency specializes in fake reviews so i think it's important to bring that up too
1: yes yes i definitely agree
0: so daniel what's a fifth red flag
1: fifth red flag yeah so i would say something here guys um and you know this i've got to be careful how i phrase this but agencies that are too loyal to a SaaS platform okay and that you know i personally take a lot of pride with my clients that you know if they're doing e-commerce You know, use an e-commerce tool. Don't use another platform just because you're a partner chasing your tier status and that there's a lot of these big partner programs out there for the major SaaS companies, the big boys that are all in front of us every day. And
0: what are some big ones? HubSpot.
1: uh, HubSpot's definitely a big one. Klaviyo is a big one. Shopify is a big one. Um, You know, Salesforce, uh, Marketo, um, you know, Drift is another active campaign. And, you know, so I am a partner with a majority of those, right? With Empathy First. Media. And they're
0: all good platforms too. Most of them are.
1: They are, right? But yeah. with, what, what I'm getting at, right, is you want an agency that's going to pick and choose the best platform for the client, right? And what I usually- Versus chase
0: a tier status and chase an affiliate commission. Yeah.
1: So like, you know, I, I've, I've had discussions with my HubSpot rep about this, right? For example, that I personally love HubSpot for high ticket lead gen, there's nothing better, right? But for e-commerce, I have a hard time recommending the email marketing platform for HubSpot, which is phenomenal at what it does, right? But it's $800 a month, right? And the reality is Klaviyo is $40 a month, right? So when I meet an e-commerce client that's on HubSpot, right? or another big marketing thing paying bajillions of dollars, it seems like, right? Because it also goes by contacts. And the name of the game with e-commerce is you need to have 100,000 contacts in your database, right? So, um, you know, what I've seen is a lot of agencies will always refer clients because they're loyal to one platform, right? And this is controversial because I understand it from both sides. Hey, as an agency, you're trying to, you know, make more money, build partnerships, build status. But... Ultimately, I feel like a lot of clients get shafted with that, that they're paying for things that they don't need. And that's why it's a big red flag for me that if the agency doesn't give you options, right? So I always tell my clients, I'll do whatever you want, right? I'm a partner with Yapo as well, which is a competitor to Clavio, right? So I play all sides of the spectrum here Aftership, um, Wonderment, right? I, I like to be a partner with everybody, right? And if I don't ever reach that huge tier status with an individual one, I'm okay with that because I know that for every one of the clients that I touch in their work, that I do what I think is best functionality-wise for the flow chart that we build out and that the system needs to be well-oiled, well-greased, integrate properly, and some things just do it better, right? And you know, I go back to Clavio more than anything for e-commerce as an example of this, That there's nothing that integrates with more e-commerce stuff other than Shopify, right? And that's really why Klaviyo and Shopify piggyback each other or Yapo or Aftership. But if clients are not getting the right software platform for their end goal, it can have huge detrimental impacts on their revenue and profits, especially in the e-commerce space.
0: Yeah, and I'll hop in here quick and piggyback off what you said. Daniel has sat in probably a thousand demo calls on SaaS tools and also used, and I've been in on a lot of these too, so I can attest to that. He's also used hundreds of these SaaS tools too. So he's just not saying this out of thin air, looking on their websites and looking at their brief description or summaries or whatever other people are saying. Um, so I think a bonus red flag, I want to throw this in here too, that we didn't talk about is also agency size. So if an agency has hundreds or if not thousands of people, that right there tells me that's a red flag because you're not going to get the level of care that you would get at a 25, 50, maybe even a smaller agency, right? Where the big agency might seem more credible. They have all these awards. They have all these top, top clients, the Nikes, the Amazons that they like to boast on their website, regardless if they did one project or is an actual client. Um, but yeah, so what happens is if you're a low tier client coming in, you know, onboarding, you're going to get the 18 to 22 year old kid who has little education, just came out of school, is going to be your account manager. Number one, doesn't know what to look for and has no idea. But number two, doesn't know the level of detail that it takes to actually win in marketing. So I think that's another red flag that, you know, I just thought of during this podcast episode is that if an agency is too big, you might run or run away as well.
1: Yeah. And I'll, I'm going to do one more bonus red flag and it's contracts. At Empathy First Media, we don't believe in contracts. Um, and that what you find is a lot of these agencies will always lock you into a contract. You'll have auto withdrawal um, and it, they basically handcuff you. Right. So back on number one uh, red flag is like if they own your domain and everything, like if you legally are signing these things over to them, guys, like You need to really open your eyes, read the fine print. A lot of them will always have a 30 day cancellation clause. So no matter what, they're going to get you for one more month on auto draw. Right. So you need to be looking, you know, how what is your opt out period? Does it auto renew? Right. That's another one is some of them will say you have to you have to cancel auto renew 90 days in advance.
0: Yeah, and it may contracts. be worth consulting an attorney too if you're dealing with a big marketing agency and you're getting into contracts. Like you said, the thirty day, you know, cancellation clause. Well, that thirty day cancellation clause can cost you ten or fifteen grand, where this agency's not caring anymore because you're leaving as a client. So it may be worth consulting an attorney as well.
1: And that, and that thirty day period, in my experience, they don't do anything. They do the bare minimum. If anything, they might destroy something. And that you're basically just giving them free money. And, and you know, I, I don't really like that approach to business. And I think we, as we enter the recession, what I'm kind of excited about more than anything. Well, we're,
0: right, we're in the recession, too. So let's, let's yeah, point that out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We're, is the great awakening, right? <laughs> yeah. And the great enlightenment. And no enlightenment in life comes without pain and suffering. That's just the human experience. But what I think is going to come is that more people are going to realize that everyone in society, whether they be a doctor, engineer, have some college degree some paper accolade that's a great paperweight right that if you don't ask the right questions to make sure you're with the right person you're just falling in line because everybody's going to tell you what you want to hear and then they're going to try to lock you in right they're going to try to screw you and that everybody should be guarded with their money and actually test people and if you don't know to ask the right questions then maybe what you need is a quarterback a third party that can come in there and help ask those questions for you and audit that other agency and make sure they're the real deal and call them out on the bullshit before that bullshit can potentially impact your livelihood and that of your employees and staff and um so contracts you know it's just red flag that if that contract is just rock solid and they're just locking you in just keep in mind there's plenty of other options okay
0: yeah and, for sure. And if you're listening and you're working with an agency and you're locked into a contract, you know, one service that we offer at Empathy First Media is that we'll actually sit as a third party and like in meetings, your you know, your weekly or monthly meetings, and we'll audit exactly what the marketing agency is saying and we'll send you a report of, Hey, this was good, but hey, here are five things that were giant red flags and you should be squeezing them to get more money out of them, right? So that is a third party service that we offer is coming in as a consultant to make sure that your marketing agency is actually doing their job and you're getting ROI on that investment that you're spending. Um, but that's it, guys. Just just a super quick podcast episode here on five red flags to look out for in marketing agencies. Daniel, do you have any closing remarks on this one?
1: Yeah. I think people just need to make sure that they do their due diligence and always assume the scientific theory, which is, are you considering the null hypothesis and what data are you using to think that this is the best decision for your business? Because it's very strategic that as the economy retracts and liquidity is sucked out, that you have someone who actually cares and that you're not just throwing your money to someone who's lying to you.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, I'll leave it on that note. Uh, Thanks again, guys, for listening to the Marketing Quacks podcast. We hope to see you tune in again in the near future for more episodes. Thanks for listening.